0: Love, hope, Radio.
1: Welcome to Navy Wife Radio. You're listening to Wendy and Marie. We're here live every Tuesday or on demand at NavyWifeTalkRadio.com. Today we're taking your calls live and am as we welcome a special guest to the show. Laugh, learn, and relate with us. It's the Subwife on Navy Wife Radio.
2: Hey, this is Seawolf from the hit web series, Hey Shipwreck. You're listening to Wendy and Marie on Navy Wife Radio, SubmarineWife.com.
3: Good afternoon, everyone. You are listening to Wendy and Marie on Navy Wife Radio, brought to you by SubmarineWife.com. Today is July 24, 2007, and our show today is being sponsored by AskTheChief.com, helping sailors by answering their questions since 2002. Head on over to AskTheChief.com and ask your Navy questions today. Hi, Wendy.
1: Hey, Marie. How are you? I'm so excited to be here today. It's a great day,
3: huh? I'm excited. I have to say, I haven't been drinking enough water. I'm so excited that I forgot to even drink water this morning. <laughs> I'm a little dehydrated, so I'm drinking lots and lots of water during our show.
1: Oh, good. Yeah, you don't want to get a headache or anything.
3: No, I don't want to do, get dehydrated and get off my fitness plan with, you know, our guests today.
1: Yeah, no. Um, well, that, and I had a Diet Coke or a Coke Zero. I don't guess that was very good. I had some water this morning, but for lunch I had a zero.
3: <laughs> I hope that wasn't your whole lunch. We're not setting a very good example.
1: No, no, no. It wasn't okay. my whole lunch. No, no. So <laughs> we don't want anybody retyping that. That's, that's right. I want to welcome everyone who's listening to us today. We're at a special show, special time, right?
3: Yes, this is a very special time. It's 2 o'clock on Eastern.
1: Yeah, normally we're not here till 9 p.m. at night. So um, thanks, everyone who's listening to us um, at this new time today. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about what we have on the show today.
3: Yes, let's talk about what we have on the show today, or who we have on the show today. Yes, we have
1: two special guests today, not just
3: one, but two. Go ahead, no, Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. Well, our first guest is someone who we've been talking about since we started, and this is actually, we are a big fan, and we have been participating in his workout plans and programs since before we even started doing what we're doing now. So we've been fans for, I, I've had his DVDs for years. Years. My mother had his DVDs for years. We don't want to date him, but <laughs> I mean we've been doing this stuff for a long time. It is Billy Blanks, creator of Taibo, and we are so excited that he has taken time out of his busy, very busy schedule to be on our show today.
1: Yes, and I'm hoping his daughter joins the fund, too. Shelly. They said she might if she was available, so we'll see. So, the, yeah, he'll be here. And then we have, um, from USAA, we have um, financial expert June Wahlberg. You know her from her column on... Um, military.com ask June yeah she's on a bunch of other things too she's she's awesome she was at the spouse conference that where I first met Kathy and Holly and Billy so um, yep yeah, June she'll be here towards the end of the show so stick around for that she's going to give us some uh, financial tips money tips
3: which you can never get enough of those
1: that's right so, I, I
3: love those tips
1: so I'm excited about that and then um, okay well do you want to do the OPSEC stuff uh, yes let's we'll go over, over the OPSEC
3: stuff video. and Yahoo information um, first of all, um, our um, Optic stuff, is, you need to remember our Optic rules when posting on our website, when writing into our Yahoo ID, which um, we'll get to in a second, or when you're calling in. We'll give our call-in number so that you can ask questions to Billy Blanks and to June on financial tips. So whenever you... Um, have any kind of comment or post with us, we just ask that you follow these rules, and that is please no discussion of boat movements, states, boat names, port calls, destinations, mail jobs, homecomings, people's names in conjunction with the boat, no spreading rumors, and, of course, we ask that you don't cause any hate and discontent. In regards to obscets, our posts may not always be in present time. And if that's an example is if we are writing a blog about deployment, that does not mean our husband is deployed. If we write about a current situation, such as dry dock, shift work, refit, we will wait to post these so that we are never writing about the boat's current condition or status. So we ask that you follow these rules in your own life and especially when you're participating with us with Submarine Wife and Navy Wife Radio. Yes, very good. And then for our Yahoo information, okay. right now Navy Wife Radio is up on Yahoo. And our screen name, again, is Navy Wife Radio, all one word. So if you have Yahoo, go ahead and log in, and you can add us as a friend. If not, it's free and easy to up, you know, upload to your computer. And all you have to do is type in Navy Wife Radio, and we will add you, and you can send us messages, comments uh, during the show or any And then also, we have AOL, correct?
1: Yes, I have AOL up right now.
3: And the screen name is the same, Navy Wife Radio. And then do we want to give out our call-out number?
1: Um, yeah, we'll give out our call-out number, and then um, if we have a chance, we'll – well, what we want to do is, like, do it towards the end of the interview, I think, when we have about 15 minutes left.
3: Well, we'll give out the yeah. um, call-in number then at the so end we of the call interview. If in, you don't
1: get you right right away, don't hang up, because we will take your call. Yeah. Go ahead. That's it. Yeah. Do you Do you want to give the number out? Oh, I thought we
3: were going to give – it. okay. It's one 646 8652-4629, and we'll give it out again towards the end of the interview. So if you if you want to go ahead and call in, uh, whenever you're going to hear music, Where, right? Isn't that what they hear?
1: Yeah, you'll hear me, and then you'll hear us talking.
3: So and we'll be able to answer it. So you know you're calling into the right number, but we might not be able to get to you right away. So don't be discouraged.
1: Right. Um, we're just we just roll with it, right, Marie? Oh yeah. We're just rolling with the punches as we go along. So did you have a good day today?
3: I had a great day today. We're, we're having our storms come through the the, the coast down here on the south uh, eastern shore, so we're we're just we're just hoping for no technical difficulties on my end. So as I look at the dark sky outside my window over my desk, so that's what's going on here. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing really good. Um, I I wanted to tell everyone I found a, a new hot new item in the Navy news segment that we do. Mm-hmm. I won't spend a lot of time on it because I know we want to get straight into our show. But the new All Hands magazine is out, and it has on the cover uh, individual augmentees preparing for boots on ground. So if your husband's getting ready to deploy to, on an IA to Iraq or Afghanistan, and you're kind of searching for information and um, you want to know more about what the training is like in South Carolina, um, that's where they're featured in that article. You can pick it up, ask your husband to bring it home, and it's the All, rank, the all Hands magazine. That, um, it's a nice, glossy. Navy magazine. You know you know which one I'm talking about, right?
3: Yeah, it's a great magazine.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. So it has sailors in, in uniform on the front and uh, ACUs on the front. <laughs> we love that. <laughs> I think it's cool. So yeah, that's my, my little news item of the week. So um, uh, anything else you
3: got before we get started? No, you know what? If we, we have time at the end of the show, um, I, I was going to talk more about uh, Disney and... Uh, vacationing and all that stuff since some people have a few more weeks before school starts, so we can get into that if we have time, but I think our show's going to be quite full.
1: Okay, excellent. Well, let me see. I think we have Billy on the line, and um, hello, are you with, are you there?
4: Hey, it's Shelly. Hi,
1: Shelley. How
4: are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Well, thank you. Are we on, on live right now?
1: Yes, we're on live. <laughs> Welcome okay. to the
4: show. Thank you, my dear. Everyone can hear you. Okay, he just stepped out. He had to use the restroom, so...
1: No, that's okay. That's right, okay. Right
4: back.
3: So we're right. kind of a relaxed show. We drop off every once in a while. Wendy shows up late sometimes, but... um. We do pretty well. <laughs> so
4: I'm here, and he will just join us in one second. He was here, but he had to run. So
3: No
1: problem. You know what I'll do? I have, your, I have a bio that I pulled off, so I'm going to read it for everybody, and it just sure. takes like a minute, and it has some information about you as well. Okay. So um, I just want to, you know, welcome you both, and I just want to let everyone know who doesn't know already. Um, Billy Blanks is a fitness expert, actor, creator of Taibo. Um His love of the martial, martial arts began at the age of 12, he enrolled in a local karate class and began to transform his body. In 1975, he became the first amateur athletic union karate champion and and a title he held for five consecutive years. Soon after, the Erie, Pennsylvania native was named captain to the U.S. Olympic karate team for the 1980 Games. In 1984, he won the Massachusetts Golden Glove Championship in the the light heavyweight class and the Tri-State Golden Gloves Champion of Champions. During the next few years, the 7th Degree Black Belt in Taekwondo began developing his unique brand of aerobic kickboxing, Taibo. The program combines dance music with the fundamentals of Taekwondo. The fitness craze caught on and became widely popular in gyms across the nation. Like her father, Shelly Blanks has spent much of her life studying karate and Taekwondo. At 13, she won the... Jiu-jitsu, hopefully, I said that right. You
4: did. Uh
1: huh. World Championship. And the following year, she earned a gold medal at the Junior Olympics. She also ho- holds a fifth degree black belt in Taekwondo and teaches Taekwondo and Taibo at the Billy Blanks World Training Center. Okay. So, that's a little bit more information about you
4: guys. Hopefully, I, I
1: bust up a little bit here and there, but no, <laughs> all good. kinds of
4: information <laughs> in there. There's a lot of stuff. No, it's perfect. Yeah, so we're just excited to be on the show and um, just hope everyone's doing well and all the spouses out there are keeping their heads up and staying strong.
1: Well, um, I, I don't know if, I mean, I, you were at the, um, the the spouse conference in May. Yes. And I don't, we didn't get to meet personally, but that's the first time I'd ever seen you guys real live in person. And um, I just wanted to say thank you for you both coming up to um, the room that the, all those military spouses were in, just impromptu and and, and sharing and being a part of that, that luncheon, that was
4: just awesome. It was really, really a blessing for us, too. Anytime that we both get a chance to give back in that way to our troops or their families, it's it's really special to us. And I remember I was speaking to one lady there, and I just got so emotional and choked up, you know, and just puts a lot of things in my life in perspective, and, you know, you know, I have to – travel a lot and being away from my family, too, but then I think of them where it could be months and months at a time, and I just really, you know, look up to them and and their power and staying strong through that time, you know, and being in a dangerous situation. I just really, anything we can do, my whole family and everybody here, Team Taibo, we just really, it's really special to our hearts, so...
3: Well that means a lot to us also and we're just so grateful that you guys have taken time from your busy schedule because we, we see how busy you are. I mean you're always in the news and interviews and on shows like this and you know, you guys are creating new videos, you know, and right now the newest one, you have a brand new one that just came out recently, didn't you?
2: Yes, and Billy Yes, it's called Taco Amp. Well hi. Hey,
3: how are you guys doing? We're doing great. How are you? Doing good. And and what time is it where you're at?
2: Right now it's uh About 11.10 in the morning.
3: And you've already done, I I think you guys have already done um, aerobics this morning, haven't you? You've already done Tybo?
2: It's 6.30 class this morning. Wow. Well,
3: I would like to say that I wish I could have been there.
2: (laughs) Well, I wish you could have, too, but... uh... Maybe you can act like you did by getting out the tapes in the morning at 6.30, right? Oh, I
3: do. You know what? Six, uh, I'm actually before 6.30. Once we get school in session, I'm an early, early morning person, but I like the morning.
2: Beach I don't know morning. about Wendy. 30. My thing starts
3: at 4.30. Oh, gosh. Mine starts around 5, 5.30, not 4.30, but that my husband does that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he's, I, he's I like to do it, too. I like to always get up early and get my workout in and then uh, go help people.
3: Well, you know what? Your day is longer that way, and I always say that, that you get more out of the day.
2: That's right.
1: That's right, and I think it's awesome that you're teaching class. I, I read that, and I thought, wow, he's, he's up teaching class. I, I, I don't know why I didn't think he would be do, not doing that, but I think that's great that people can just take your class.
2: Well, you know, I always like working with people, and that to me it's uh, just to have a video out. I mean, that's really a privilege and honor to be able to hand it out, but to also have a studio where people can come in and also try to work out, do the workout and then go back home and say, now I know how to do it better since they come to a live workout. Absolutely. So Plus, I like being around
3: people. Yeah, we're people, people. That's why we do this. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I
1: feel like, I like we should stand up, Marie, and like raise our hands to the ceiling and stretch a little. <laughs> so like, are you feeling motivated? I'm feeling like like I should be so I think I'm gonna stand up and yeah. Um, we're so excited to have you. I I wanted to tell you about your fitness center, the Billy Blanks World World of Fitness. Is that right? Yes. It's in California, right?
2: Yes, in Westlake, California.
1: Westlake, California. Very cool. And, and people, if they're interested, you can, ladies, you can go to um, billyblanks.com and look that up from there. And um, one of the things I noticed on there is um, something that you guys offer as a like a certification to be a certified trainer for Tybo.
2: Yes, we do. And uh, the basic certification camp is four times a year. Uh huh. And then we have a research camp. That's, uh also three times a year. So, m- so most of the instructors come out. They come out for the basic the basic uh, certification camp. That's the first time ever being a Thai ter- boat certified instructor. They come out. We had matter of fact, we just had a camp about two weeks ago.
1: That's awesome. Well, I think there's a lot of military spouses out there that you know teach step aerobics and they teach yoga at the base gyms. And um, I was not aware that you could get a certification in Taibo until we started doing our research for today's show. So I want to let everyone know if, if you're interested in learning more about that, um, it's available to you. And you could, you know, get certified and um, test and, and possibly teach a class at your local gym, your local based gym.
4: And we do have a um, certification website just for certification. It's www.teamtaibo.com. And that's it. Tells all about the camp, and uh, it's just it's a really great experience. Even if people just come, um, some of them just take the camp for the experience, and they uh, don't get certified. But most of them that come to do that end up wanting to get certified by the time they leave, just to spread the love of Taibo and you know, an overall lifestyle. Well, with your
3: permission, we'd love to put all that information then on the website, on our website for all the spouses to get a hold of so that they can look into that. And now, are there any prerequisites to becoming a Taibo instructor?
4: Uh, Just a few. They, you know, should be working out in any kind of fitness arena for at least nine months uh, just to be physically active. You know, it doesn't have to be Taibo. Uh, They do need, I believe, two recommendations, either – Uh, like a friend or then from a fitness individual as well, CPR certification, and then a uh, kind of, not a bio, but just something about yourself and why you want to become a Taibo fitness instructor. Just kind of a packet that that you send in with your registration so we can know a little bit about you before you get here. And then we send you a manual that you need to study because you do take a written exam, go through a practical portion of the weekend, and then on the last day you take a practical exam.
0: Well, I
3: think that's awesome. I would love to see that there would be someone that wanted to do that at each base because we have wonderful facilities at our bases. A lot of our bases have, you know, very, um, how would you say, just upscale gyms. I mean, they have everything. And the one thing, though, that they don't have is a lot of instructors. So I would love to see somebody that would want to um, instruct Taibo at our bases. That would be wonderful. I think the wives would love it. I think any of the spouses would love it. I think the guys would love it.
4: And we would, you know, definitely um – give a military discount so we can, if anyone contacts us through our website, we can discuss that further, you know, because um, we would want to do anything to help them. So.
2: And plus we have a military discount in our studio too. Anybody that comes to the gym. Really? Yeah, we can get a military discount to all the classes or the gym membership and everything.
3: Well, Wendy, I think we need to take a girls' trip to California. I that know. Could be, <laughs> that could be one of our mornings.
2: Yeah, it would be awesome. I would love to have the, you. Know, anytime you guys want me to do a program for you, a workout program. I would love to do that.
3: You know, and we had we had talked about that when we were um, when we had been talking about you and been talking about how we were getting back in shape. And Wendy and I are both in different stages of where we were at and our health and our shape. And we just decided that we weren't going to talk about how we you know we felt you know so bad or how much weight we had gained or how out of shape we got. And we decided we were going to you know pick ourselves up and get back into it. And during that discussion, we decided that we had a little idea. We thought you know we need Billy Blanks to do. A video for spouses for you know based for our deployments, because our husbands leave, and most of us when our husbands leave, we find ourselves with a lot of lot more to do, but at the same time, people don't realize we actually have a lot more time on our hands because of the loneliness we're missing our husbands, and you know we have that time that is now a void, and we we really do a lot of us do a lot of workout plans during that time and even more than what we do when they're home, which you know we shouldn't we should probably keep it pretty routine, but you know. With that extra time, we try to use it for a positive thing, and it ends up being working out. And I told Wendy, I said, you know what would be great, is if there was a workout video that was based on three, six, nine months, and so on deployments that, you know, like the beginner phase, you know, if you only had so many weeks and you were really trying to amp up the last couple weeks, you know, that you could base it on. And we said, you know, it would be really neat if we could get him on top of an aircraft carrier. <laughs> That'd be, that'd be really cool. <laughs> yeah, and do and do you know a spouse video with all the spouse, you know, the spouses up there, you know, because they all they work so, so many of these women, you know, they, they and, and men when their spouses are gone, they spread themselves so thin over their family and everyone else and all their volunteer organizations and stuff that they do that you you, you put yourself last and that shouldn't be the case and we're trying to get women and and any spouse to put themselves first so they take care of themselves and can be better spouses, parents, etc.
2: Yeah, and also they feel better. You know, you know what else, too?
3: What's that? You
2: know that word that you use a lot? What is it? E-R-Y. Yes. Right. Stop using that. That word <laughs> has no power. Okay. Try. Tell us what words we should be using. Do it. Do it. Do it, yes. We like that. Yeah, as I always tell people, you know, especially when I'm training them, you know, we can't try to train you. I've got to train you. Absolutely. That, me and a coach, and I say I'm gonna try to get you in shape. That to me is to tell people to get away from me because that means I don't know what I'm doing, right?
3: Well, that makes sense. I wouldn't want someone to try
2: to do something. I would want. Right. I'd done. want them to do it. That's right. Do it. Yeah. Exactly. Make a I'll, commitment. I always tell people, you know, when you, especially when you're struggling, the word "try" has no power, you know. And I always tell people, like me asking you, try to walk through that door. You know how to walk through that door. You might not be able to walk through it the best way you want to. But sooner or later, you're
3: doing it. I think mean, that's great. And with what you're saying, too, about trying. A lot of spouses, you know, we do, you know, a lot of them go through just, we call it the blues, you know, where you, you, you catch yourself, you know, and just in a down state. And we know that fitness and exercise can really help that, that it can really give you the energy, it can change your mindset. And how do you feel about that? Do you have a philosophy on that? Me? Yes.
2: Oh, yeah, i, I truly believe as soon as you get into a workout, it starts to get you out of a slump, you know, and I just think that, especially words, I think words to me are very powerful, and I always watch what I say out of my mouth, you know, and I call, I do this every day to my wife, even if I'm on the road somewhere, you know, I call her up and say, hey, something good's going to happen to you today, you know, and I'm not, you know, I know I'm not stupid, I know things come going to come at her 24-7, but if I can prepare her day and help her get ready for what's to take on the day by saying something good is going to happen to you today, that changes, it changes the whole atmosphere, you know what I mean?
3: Well, it changes her outlook it on the does. day. Right. I love that.
2: So I get up every day, you know, no matter where I am. I call her from all over the world and I say, hey, something good is going to happen to you.
3: Today. <laughs> <laughs> I so think that's great. Same thing
2: to me and I see my daughter does the same thing, you know, and I do it in my studio too because I think people need to be motivated and people need somebody to pat them on the back and say, hey, everything going to be all right. Come on, let's go for it, you know, instead of trying because trying, to me, really leads you nowhere. Because if you, if you even listen to the word try, it has no power to you either. No, it sounds weak. Yes. But we all have a tendency to say it all the time. You know, I'm okay, I'll try. And to me, ain't, that ain't going to get you anywhere. So I kicked that out of my life. Like 10 years ago, I quit saying try.
3: All right, maybe that's going to be a new thing for us, Wendy. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I love that.
3: We, we're I putting see. up a new website. Where we're going to have to tell our... Um, no, we're trying. and everything. We're yeah, we don't want the word
2: try. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because, you know, like I, I was talking to uh, – I just came back from Trinidad and I had to go do a speaking engagement and then do a workout. So I, I was talking to people. It was like it, it, it was a, actually the thing was about uh, how to take your downfalls and turn them into success. I like that. So I was talking about the word try. And uh, to me it's like if I walk into a bank and I ask these people to, about how to get a loan, and they come back and tell me, listen, Mr. Blanks, we're going to try to help you get this loan. I get up and walk out.
3: Because
2: <laughs> that tells me they ain't going to get it for me.
1: Yes, yes.
2: So I always make them commit themselves. Like, Listen, I try has no power. Do it. If, you're gonna, if I'm here and it says that you can give me a loan, do it. Not try. Do it.
3: Absolutely. And now what is your advice, too, on how to stay motivated?
2: I think the most important thing you got to watch what comes out of your mouth because I always ask people questions. Who were? Let me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you two guys a question, right? Okay. Who were do you believe the most?
1: Whose, Whose words do I believe the most?
2: Who were do? You, who words do you believe the most? Oh well, that would be God's. Yes. Okay, then let me ask you this question: Who word do you know the most? Know the most? Yes. Oh, see I that.
1: Guess my, I guess our own words,
2: right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. So when it comes down to it. Who words are you going to resort on the most? Yours. Why? Because you know it.
3: Right, because you, yeah.
2: You're going to go with what you know. Right. So then where's God in the picture then? Well, where you need to learn more of. That's what I'm saying. So I always tell people when it comes time to believing, believing, I take that off. I don't even say that. I don't believe. I know God can help me. I don't believe God can help me. I know he can help me. That's a very good way of saying yes, it. Yes,
3: that's very good. So
2: the believing, the believing thing, a lot of people believe, but I know a lot of people that believe, but they're sitting on the couch. Absolutely. They're not doing anything because that word, when it really comes down to it, deep down in your heart, when you truly want to believe in something, that word has been taken out of context so much. When it comes time for a person to truly believe, they can't believe. Because you ever you ever wanted something all your life?
3: Oh, we wanted, yeah.
2: And all of a <laughs> yeah. sudden you get it. Man, let's take this as a car, right? And you yeah. get the car, right? Right? Okay. Yeah,
1: got the car. And
2: what's the first thing you say when you get the car? I can't believe I got this car. Yeah,
1: I guess, okay. <laughs>
2: exactly. Right? And you're sitting in a car and you're driving it. So then if you can't believe and know that you have what you see, how in the heck are you going to get what you can't see?
1: Oh, my gosh, that's really, that's good.
2: So to me, I always yeah. tell people, get rid of the word belief and start knowing. Because if you know, and it might not, it's not going to happen overnight, but when you start knowing you can do things, things change in your life. You always different watch what you say out your mouth? Because words are very important, and people don't realize that.
3: No, that. no, I don't think they do, but I completely agree with you that words are very powerful. And I look at, you know, our situation now where we just started, you know, doing this because, you know, we enjoyed each other's company so much, and we enjoyed sharing things between each other, and we thought that other people would want to hear that. And now we have, you know, a following. And it's very true, and I always remind her of that. I said, you know, we always have to watch what we say because people are listening.
2: That's right. Words cause action. Remember, take, take, take words away. People won't know how to do anything. So I always say, I always say, especially at seminars. I always say, to people, you know what? Words are pregnant; they have babies—a
1: good <laughs> baby or a bad. yeah. I I remember you saying that at the military conference. <laughs> Words
2: cause actions. I like that.
1: Yes. Well, yeah. um, I want to remind everyone um, that you're listening to the Subwives on Navy Wife Radio, and today we've been talking to Billy Blanks and his daughter Shelley, the creator of Taibo. Uh, we're going, if you guys two could just hang on for a moment, we're just going to play a quick note from our sponsor, and we'll be right back in just a moment, okay?
2: Okay.
3: okay. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Here we
2: go. Here we go. On a run. This is the Chief from AskTheChief.com, and you're listening to Wendy and Marie on Navy Wife Radio. If you have a Navy-related question, visit our website at AskTheChief.com, where we've been keeping sailors informed for over five years now.
1: Welcome back everyone. Welcome back. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um yeah, that's our our sponsor. We just love that new promo that we have. It makes us all want to get up and run. <laughs> wow, you some
2: power in <laughs> that's, right. that's right. Well,
1: um we we bring our shows all about inspiring women, inspiring military spouses. That's what our bottom line is to our show and we bring on people that are doing what they love and share their message with our listeners, to inspire them to do what they love. Um, you know, our husbands deploy. They go out to sea. They, you know, maybe in Iraq or Afghanistan or just out in the med somewhere, they come and go out of our lives. And that doesn't mean that we need to just sit at home and and just be depressed and, and just wonder what we're going to do now that they're gone. And so we like to give examples of, of how to make a difference in their own life. And so um, one of the questions I had was, For the military spouse who wants to follow their passion but has to move a lot, what advice would you have for them?
2: I would say the most important thing is to you know, especially when you know you have to move a lot, then you have to lay down a foundation and and be realistic about setting goals because at any time you might have to pick up and leave. And I think a lot of people, when they set a goal, when they set goals, they don't make them realistic to themselves. So then when things happen, it throws them off so bad that they give up and quit. So I always say, look, look for the. When you get ready to set up a goal, always know that the unknown is coming. And when the unknown, when the unknown is coming, it won't throw you so far off.
3: I would have to say that we're pretty good about being aware of the unknown, aren't we, Wendy? Yeah, that's the unknown yeah. always happens to us. <laughs> As military spouses, they always teach you that from the very beginning. Be prepared for the unknown.
2: Right. Because it, we
3: we believe in the whole Murphy's law. Anything
5: can happen. That's
2: right. So that's and why we got to bring it to the forefront more. I think when you bring, especially the even somebody who's Striving to be successful as a, maybe a singer or a world champion or, or whatever, I just think that what most people do when they get into something, they, they don't think about the unknown. They always think, well, everything's going to be okay, and when, then when something comes up, all of a sudden it throws them so far off that they can't get back.
3: Well, sure, and a lot of people don't handle failing very well, and they okay. take and that
1: as. Yeah, most of our listeners um, are new to the military lifestyle, I would say the bulk, you know, their husbands been in less than four years. So it's a, I think that's something we learn. The longer we've been in it, it becomes easier and more psychic nature, nature. So don't you think, Marie? I mean, the more you can hear that message, be flexible. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I look yeah. at myself,
3: you know, five yeah. years ago or six years ago when you know my husband joined, and you know I'm a different person, and I've learned to roll with it, as we call it. You know, you, you go with the flow, and and you take one day at a time, and you make the we make a lot of goals and a lot of short term goals, and we have some long term goals too. But living one day at a time for me is you know is what I really work on. I, I wake up each morning and I think of what I'm going to do today. And what am I do with my kids? How am I going to excite them? How am I going to make, you know, their day better based on the fact that maybe their dad is deployed or is just about to leave or, you know, there's all kinds of different, you know, things that get thrown into the, the mesh of it all. Right. Well,
1: I wanted to ask to some um, of you guys, what makes Tybo different than, you know, say yoga or step aerobics or, you know, getting out there and just running? What makes
4: Tybo different? I know that Taibo is different from any other workout because it, it works, your mind and your will—it forces you to become a teacher of yourself instead of just having to follow somebody. You—you you find out who you are on the inside and what makes you. You know, we like to say go through the fire. And you know, I know military spouses can relate to that because they're going through the fire all the time when they're, you know, spouses away and you have, you know, how do you get through it? So Taibo teaches you how to get through the hard times and how to, you know, smile with a smile on your face and and to learn from it to. Not stay at the same level to find out who you are and find your power and then use it to better yourself all the time. And it's continually challenging you so that you never you know stay stagnant. You always grow. And I know that's why people love Taibo because it's it's fun. It's it's definitely challenging, but you learn about yourself as a person. It's an experience. It's just not a workout. It's an experience.
2: And then I'll, I say too with Taibo, I think the like the the real po- real important thing to me, it's a communication tool. Who would ever think that you can make your body do the things that you see people do in Taibo? And I think once you get a chance to see out of your own eyes that you can achieve things, that, that's empowering. So I believe Tybo empowers people and gives them a chance to know that they can be what they didn't think they could be. And then from that point on, you can take that and start applying it to other parts of your life. And the next thing you know, your life, your, your life has lifted, has been lifted. Right. Well, we
3: definitely felt that because when we started the Taibo and we couldn't get through the first tape, you know, without having to take breaks and such, and then as we've done it more and more, we, we find ourselves going further and further and further and feeling stronger and stronger and stronger, and, you know, when we first watched the tape, I mean, I remember you calling me and saying, you know, this could be a long time before I can make it through a whole tape, Right.
1: Right, and that was one of my questions. You know, What do you say to a person that you know, is in at 10 minutes or 15 minutes and thinking, I just can't go on? I mean, I, I you know, did my own modification and walked in place and drank my water, but what would you say to the person who's trying to get through that first tape?
2: I always tell people the first time you do Taibo, look at the workout first. Look at the instructional workout first, and then go back and don't think about doing the whole tape. Go back and do 10 minutes of the tape, shut it off. Don't do it anymore. Okay. And then what you do is you the next day, add another couple minutes to it. And the more you do it, start adding adding minutes to it. And the next thing you know, within a month, two or three months, you're doing the whole workout. What people do is they get their workouts, and they don't even go through the instructional workout. They go right to the advanced workout. And they start working out, and then they try to make it through the whole workout, and they don't make it, so they discourage themselves. Well, absolutely. I know when That's I That's
1: important. That's important advice because... I think pe- women need to hear that. People need to hear that. You know, I need to hear that because you don't want to feel like a failure and you think, oh, gosh, or you're so sore the next day because you overdid. And then when you normally would go to work out the following day, um, you're less likely to do it because you think, oh, gosh, I can't get through it or I'm going to be so sore or whatever. You start making excuses.
2: Well, you, know, you know what I do? I always tell women to think of your baby. You know, baby, when a come baby comes out of her mother's womb, it doesn't learn how to walk that that fast. But sooner or later, nine months, they're crawling, and then all of a sudden, within the 10th or 11th month, they're up taking little bitty steps. So to me, that's the way a workout should be done. You should groom yourself in a workout so there, there won't be no discouragement. Just take 10 minutes. Next, the next, next time you do it, add another five minutes. Next time you do it, add another two minutes. And before you know it, you're on your way to success. So let me ask you this question. I always ask people this question, right? Okay. When you, uh, I want you to say this, say, i got to get my body in shape. Oh, i
5: gotta I got to get my in body in shape.
2: Okay, so when you say that, what are you doing when you say that? I always ask that question because I like to hear what people say.
3: I, I'm thinking about getting up tomorrow and running. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Okay. So um, yeah,
2: you when you ask that question to yourself, you're giving yourself a reprimand, you're telling yourself what to do, right? Okay. Right,
1: you start thinking about, okay, how am I going to do this?
2: Okay, so let me ask you again. Say it again, but really, really listen to what you're saying. And I always give people, I think if people can catch it, they can see why most people have a problem with working out. So say it again. I got to get I gotta my, body, get my body
1: back in shape.
2: Okay, so you're saying, I got to get my body in shape, and you're saying, I got to get my body back into shape. Okay, now, so to me, if, if people can catch that, they can really help themselves. Now, listen, I'm going to say it again, right? And listen to what I say. I got to get my body in shape. What did I just do?
1: You changed the focus of the word.
3: Yeah, the emphasis.
2: No, let me tell you what I just did. I think if you catch this, you, it'll, it'll help you out and help people out.
1: Okay.
2: When I say I, I. who in the heck is I? Us, yeah,
1: you.
2: Because yeah. I'm making a separation. Okay. See what I'm doing? I'm making okay. a separation. I got to get my body in shape. That's the separation of who I am. That's why people cannot get in shape. Why? Because I'm a spirit, I'm a soul, I'm a body. That's the fight. Because when it comes down to it, it doesn't make sense to my five senses to go to the gym and work out. It makes more sense to sit on the couch and put it off for three days. Got okay. It. Yeah. So when people get in shape, that's a fight. there's a fight going on. It, yeah,
1: there's a fight going on with me. Yeah, <laughs> i <I'm> tell
3: <laughs> so, you that right now.
2: <laughs> so so I, always say, I always say people, say this. Say, body, body. Body. Get in shape.
3: Get in shape.
2: It'll never happen. You know why? Because the eye is out.
3: Okay.
2: And the yeah. spirit without the body, the body can't do anything. There's no life in the body. Right. So I always tell people that's the reason why people have a hard time getting in shape. Why? Because they're spirit, soul, and, and, a, and a body. And when you like that, your senses are going to tell you, you know what, that's too hard. Don't do that. You can't make it, da-da-da-da-da. And then next thing you know, you're not doing it. So I always tell people if you can really control your you – the way to control your destiny – is by controlling your five senses, and I learned this from the military, the troops. You know, I tell the troops, you know, when I'm over talking to them, I'm speaking to them, I always say, Say this, my body,
1: my body
2: is my field,
3: is my field,
2: and my five senses, and
3: my five, my five senses?
2: senses are landmines, a, a
3: landmine. Land. Oh, that's oh, gosh,
2: <laughs> you see what I'm talking about?
3: Yeah, absolutely,
2: because when it comes down to it, how many times have your senses got you in trouble? Oh, oh they well, get me in well, trouble fine. all the time. <laughs> So that's what I'm saying. That's the fight. That's why people have a hard time getting in shape is because, you know, your, your mind, your spirit wants to do one thing, but your body wants to do the other. So it makes more sense. To, it, I always tell people it makes more sense instead of going to the gym and work out, it makes more sense to take a diet pill that will kill you dead because it's quick results. It right. makes more sense not to go to the gym, but it makes more sense to, take, to stick your finger down your throat and throw up. Makes, oh, yeah,
3: that's awful.
2: That makes sense because people do it because it's quick results. It doesn't make sense to go to the gym and really learn how to coordinate your body, how to communicate with your own body, and learn how much power and strength that you have inside yourself to go through the fire. It makes more sense to sit on a couch and cry like a baby.
3: And do <laughs> what feels good versus, yeah, what's right. good for you. Well, yeah, they're just taking the easy way out.
2: Yeah. And that's what well, I'm saying. Him. So when it comes down to it, if people can know where to fight. See, most people don't know where to fight is. And to me, the fight is, and when I say I, got to get my body in shape, I'm making a separation. I'm not giving myself a commandment. I'm, giving, I'm making myself a separate. I'm showing that I'm a three-part person.
1: Right. I love that. We're going to have to write that down, Marie, and stick it up on our
3: bathroom. Uh, I'm, I'm taking notes. I don't know about you, but I've been, maybe that's why I'm quiet today. I'm taking yeah. notes.
1: Well, we're almost running out of time, but I wanted to ask you about your upcoming trip to visit the troops, and and when are you going, and if you could tell us a little bit more about your previous trips and, and what you have coming up.
2: Well, I'm going to Afghanistan. Me, Shelley, and my, sis, my assistant, Jillianne, we're all going to Afghanistan, and uh, it's in October.
1: Really? Where are you going? Uh, Do you know yet?
2: They won't tell us. They won't give us the orders. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the thing is, is my husband's going to Afghanistan in September, so I'm I'm kind of curious if you know if he's going to be able to, to, to catch.
2: Yeah,
4: we go all we go to as many places as they allow us to go. So you know if he's there and I'm sure we when we go do these trips we're sometimes two three bases a day. You know so.
3: Okay. Well, I have to say it'll probably be easier for um, your husband Wendy to find them than them to find your husband. Yeah, so they all kind of look alike. <laughs> so I'm sure
2: we'll be able to well, give I'm them that information. i that you're
1: that you're going to Afghanistan. I I've, I read before that you have been in Iraq. And uh, been a couple times, right?
2: Yeah, I've been to Iraq three times. shelly been twice. I've been to Bosnia, Kosovo, Macedonia. I've been all over, you know, and then all over in the United States basis, too. And I just, you know, for me to go serve the truth, I, like I tell the truth all the time. And when I get a chance to be in front of their wives uh, children, I just say, you know, it's a privilege and honor to be in their, to be in their presence. You know, because one, because I love Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life. And I know what Jesus has done for me. He gave me life so I can have life. He gave his life so I can have life. So I look at the truth and look at their wives and look at their children. They're giving their life, their husbands or wives away, to be into a war and fighting for the world so we can have freedom to be able to do anything we want to do with our lives. So when they ask me to go do something for the truth, I'll do whatever I need to do to help them. I I don't put no holds on it. I just go. Well, we appreciate that gives it. Me
3: goosebumps. Yeah. It
2: does it does yeah. and It you know
3: and so many people you know have lost interest just because you know maybe the war isn't you know on the news as much as it was before and even before the war we always we've always said on our show our husbands are submariners and um the navy of course especially you know all branches serve throughout the year before there was ever a war and our husbands we were dealing with deployments long before September 11th I mean they're deployed to protect and and to guard, and, and people didn't even acknowledge them or recognize them until there was a war, and we found that very surprising that all of a sudden then people had interest, but then it faded off again. So wow. we just love the fact that that you you still you remember it and that it's still there with you.
2: Well, I, I have to because they give their life, I mean, and then they away from their families, away from their children. I just like, I mean, there ain't nothing that me and my wife and my daughter and my business can't do. Anything we can do to help out, we want to help out, so... Well,
1: I appreciate you saying that. And your lovely wife, she, she went on our website this morning and left us a comment just thanking all the wives for, for their service, too, and, and uh, I encourage everyone to read her comment over there on this website. Um, she was just such a genuine, um, lovely comment that she left that she didn't well, have to do. Well, you're
3: all very genuine, and that's why we appreciate what you do is because you're not out there just to sell a video. Um, you're, you're very genuine with what you do, and you, you really do care about the people that you're, you know, you're influencing and affecting and helping.
2: Well, thank you, and I, like I said again, is there anything I could do to you know to put a wife's wife while their husbands or spouses on on the trip anything we can do i want to do you know i mean i I love the military i mean I <laughs> I'm i serious. I just love the discipline and the focus and.
3: Well, anytime you need the spouse's point of view, you can call <laughs> us. And heck, we travel light, so anytime you want to just swoop us off and take us with you, we'd be love to be your you know your 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 liaison between the military and, and,
2: and you guys. We're gonna work on and that
1: and aircraft carrier idea thing. We're gonna work on that.
2: That's great. Let us, let us know.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, you're welcome back anytime, um, Shelley. Thank you also for taking the time out of your busy day for being on the show with us.
4: Thank you for having us, and we just thank you guys for having your radio show to give support and have an outlet for the spouses as well because it's important that, you know, community is important and support is important. So even though, you know, we go and we travel too, just what you might think is a little thing is a huge thing that you guys do. So we wish you well and God's blessings with your, your show. And anytime we can come on to be a part of it, just let us know.
2: And hey, I'm going to tell the spouses out there they can take the word love and break it down. Use the L. Use the letter L, and they all got that loyalty. Uh huh. And the letter O. Uh
4: huh.
2: Obedient. Okay. And the letter V, victorious. Everlasting.
3: Oh, I love that. We're going to have to we'll have to put that up on our site. And we have someone right now that's on our Yahoo. I forgot to tell you we've had people messaging while you're talking, just saying how much they love you both. And right now um, we have Chris Butler, and they say that spouses truly appreciate Billy and others that continue to support our troops and make trips overseas. The support and discounts for spouses are also very appreciated. Please tell him thank you from a military spouse. Oh, thank you. Tell him thank you, too. Oh, I will. We're writing and reading. All right. Well, thank you both so much. I've enjoyed this so much, and I hope—I wish we had even more time. I, I hope that we can do this again, and we'll have more questions. And we want to have more spouses come in with their um, their questions too. Well, you just let
4: us know. You guys have a blessed
3: day. Well, thank you so much. Thank Sally. you so
4: much.
2: Thank well, you Take both. care of yourself. We love you guys. We love love you Thank too. you. Love you too. Bye bye. Bye bye.
1: Okay. Hey, Marie. That was was not just awesome.
3: I'm in awe. Yeah. I, I have think. to say, I think we stumbled over ourselves because we were—it just his presence and, and Shelly's, too, is just so great.
1: Wow. Um, well, I want to remind everyone that you're listening to Navy Wife Radio. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll continue with the show. Um, so if you could just give us one moment. We'll be right back.
2: This is ET1, Pat Rabby, the creator of Hey Shipwreck. You're listening to Wendy and Marie on Navy Wife Radio, SubmarineWife.com.
1: Okay, hi Marie. You know what, Marie? What's that? Okay, well, you know what, um, I'm the so Talk screen on our um, on our control panel was having a little bit of trouble with it. Okay. Unmute one of the. We had a phone call. I couldn't unmute it, so I'm going to try and do that now, and we'll take this call now, and then in, in um, and then in about. Five, about five minutes or so, we're going to go to um, June.
3: Okay, sounds USAA. good.
1: Okay, so um, I've got someone from the 937 area code. Are you there?
5: Hello. 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 Welcome I'm to so Navy Wife Radio. I'm so sorry, Billy Blanks. I wanted to I'm so them.
1: sorry. We couldn't get our, or yes. we we're having a little bit of technical trouble, but
5: he'll still okay.
1: listen to our show via the archives. We're going to send it to him. Mm-hmm. Did Can you have a message it? for him? Yes.
5: Um, thanks to Billy Blanks, I lost 145 pounds. Oh through my his gosh. Taibo program. He completely changed my life. Um, I started out at, at 375 pounds. I now weigh 172. And well,
3: congratulations.
5: Thank you. And, That's incredible. Uh, That's fantastic. He completely, not only did he change my life as far as his workout being so fun and, and enjoyable but his attitude when you read, you know, just his motivational.
3: Well, he's infectious.
5: And... Oh, definitely. And, and he completely changed my outlook on life. I went from feeling like there was nothing worth living for to completely seeing life in a completely different way. And um, he just saved my life. And <laughs> oh, bless me, your heart. Thank you so much for cry. sharing. Yeah, And he did. He saved my life, and, and I was able to have the child I never thought I was going to be able to have because of diabetes. Uh-huh. And my diabetes went away, my high blood pressure.
3: Oh my gosh.
5: Um, I was 30, 32 years old and had arthritis starting. It's all gone. Everything's gone. I take no medications.
3: Isn't it amazing?
5: It is. And you know what? I really do. Um, my friends who were all heavy set, too, thought that, well, as I was losing weight, I would become a snob. And you know what? That's not true. You don't become a snob. What you become is compassionate and concerned. Absolutely. Yes. the people who get to that weight, we get that weight because we get into a cycle of depression and eating and eating and depression. And you start to look at life differently. And i got to tell you, God bless you for bringing that man on the airwaves.
3: Well, we hope to have him again, honestly. I think yes. that, you know, Wendy and I, now we sound, I have to say, Wendy, we sound so um, we sound back to our normal selves now, but I have to say that we stumbled. We were just I in know, awe we were a little of his And we were, we were I mean, starting to get way. We're not really away. like
1: that. We're really not. No, no, see,
3: now we're back to normal. We're perfectly fine. Well,
1: <laughs> see, you know, when at the end of the Billy Blank's video, I always, you know, it's it's so awesome because, you know, like the last, the one I've been using is the boot camp basic video. And and then at the end, the, the team that's, you know, teaching, coaching you, they all get in a circle and they all give you a, a, they give a, a, a minute or so of just words of encouragement. And I'm telling you, it gives you goosebumps. You feel like you
5: are in the workout room right there with them. I tell you, one of my biggest dreams is to someday meet Billy Blanks and be in one of his workout videos for women who have been morbidly obese mm-hmm. and think that you cannot... You know, that you can't lose that weight, that you are so overweight that there is no chance that you will ever lose the weight. And I'm in my late 30s, and I can tell you, you can do it.
3: I hate the word late, because you know what? That You are young.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: 30s is nothing. You just started out, and what a great way to start your life. I mean, you've got a whole life ahead of you.
5: I just decided to make my 40s my 20s. Hey, oh, I'm absolutely! Yeah. That, that means I get off. to live my
3: twenties twice. I'm excited about that. <laughs> oh, I
5: was always heavy, and and growing up in the '80s, you know, the body type was no chest and very, very thin, size zero, and I really stood out. So it's nice now to be able to go in and wear fashionable clothes, and I can tell all the ladies out there: lose the weight, the clothes get less expensive. When they use this material, you get better choices. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was your name again? My name is Karen.
1: Karen, well, we invite you to go to our website. Okay. And it's com. and, you know, send us a message. And we have a health corner over there, and we would like to, you know, ask you to write a little, you know, paragraph or two, just some inspiring little, post if you're interested. Well, you could
3: tell your whole st- We would love for you to and, tell your story again that you just told and, us about your weight yeah. loss and your success. So If you can would please write that a- again. Well,
5: here's something that will really floor you. The way I found out about Billy Blanks and Ty Bo, I was in jail. <laughs> really? Wow. You have a story. We can't wait to hear it. We have to
3: call you back for another show. <laughs> yeah, I
5: was in jail um, because I was a drinker and, and a drug user because of the weight. And uh, somebody talked me into watching a Billy Blanks video when I was in jail and I started working out. And the first time I made it through just the warm-up, I felt such a sense of accomplishment, and it just completely changed my life. And that six months in jail I did, I gave to Billy Blanks and to the Lord, and my whole life was different when I walked out. And it was just such a blessing. The man was a real inspiration and an angel to me.
3: Well, Well, I think he is that way for so many people. Yes.
5: On, on making the the like
1: he says you didn't try it you did it so congratulations on that thank and you. You. you we've got to run because we have job. another guest waiting but um, visit, please you know drop us a note on our site and we, we will. would love to um, hear more about your story and share it and and um, yes
3: inspiration for, for other women thank please, you have so. a
1: great day ladies you okay. do too great bye <laughs> okay that was awesome Humri.
3: that I can't believe all the things she overcome.
1: That's that's just amazing. Well, um, gosh, I feel like we're on like this
3: high. I'm still know, in awe. So just like
1: a runner's high. Just if I seem a
3: little high. spacey, just I apologize. And I still, I mean, even just thinking about him coming on the show, I was stuttering. <laughs> I know. Well,
4: um,
1: okay, and
3: Wendy I couldn't talk. read. I know. <laughs> I was like, I still couldn't read. I was. Too I couldn't talk for once in my life, and Wendy couldn't read. It's great. We were just, you know.
1: Oh. Well, I hope we get a
3: second try at that because I feel.
1: <laughs> I know. Hopefully, they don't, they don't hold that against us. So, okay, this is what we're going to do, Marie. I'm going to play our sponsor one more time, and then we're going to introduce um, our next guest from USA, June Wahlberg.
3: Sounds good. And
1: um, and then we'll we'll go from there. So hold on, just one moment, everyone. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio.
2: Here we go. there we go. This is the Chief from AskTheChief.com, and you're listening to Wendy and Marie on Navy Wife Radio. If you have a Navy related question, visit our website at AskTheChief.com, where we've been keeping sailors informed for over five years now.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Marie, do you want to introduce our next guest?
3: Yes, if I can focus, I'm, I think I can. Okay, our, our next guest is June Wahlberg. Uh, June Wahlberg combines her expertise as a certified financial planner with USAA Financial Planning Services with her 17 years of military service to help families get their finances into shape. With expert help, families learned that tackling credit card debt and retirement planning doesn't have to be as scary as jumping out of a plane, which June has done. Did you know June has done that? Wow,
1: that's awesome.
3: So Jew's advice can also be found in her weekly Ask June column on Military.com and can be seen on the Pentagon Channel, American Forces Network, known as AFN, and various affiliates in the United States. Her advice can be heard on ArmyWifeTalkRadio.com and also has appeared on outlets such as the U.S. News and World Report, USA Today, the New York Times, the Washington Post, SmartMoney.com, and MSNBC.com and Forbes.com. So she's done a lot.
1: Yes, she's amazing. And I also met her at that Spouse Buzz conference, too, back in May. So.
3: Well, we're um, excited to have her. I mean, financial advice is always good to have. I know, you know that's, what, that's what I do with Navy Relief is financial advice. So I'm excited to hear what she has to say.
1: Okay, let's see if we have her. June, are you there? Let's see if we've hey. got her on the line.
0: June, are you there? I am. Hello. Oh, Hi. hello again. How are you? Hello. Welcome Hi, to Wendy the show. You, Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. You came on a great day. Yeah, I guess so. I don't think you guys are awestruck at my uh, appearance on your show, are you, like you were? Really blind. <laughs> well, you know,
1: I told Marie. I'm like, you understand. I'm like,
0: June, she was at the conference and
1: tell, Marie Teller, how I talked about her.
3: Oh, she she just she loved you, and she was talking about the conference and how she was just overwhelmed with the whole thing, and and she talked just about you. Uh, I think she, you talked just as so much about her as you did those links.
0: Well, oh come on now. Well,
3: <laughs> no, was
1: I, I thought John from USA was coming on the show, which would have been fine because he didn't tell me who, and then he emailed me and goes, "You have June," and I'm like, oh,
3: "I do." I'm I know like, she That's was just ecstatic. <laughs> Not that we aren't excited for John. We apologize, John.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, as excited as Billy Blanks and his uh, daughter Shelley are about, um, you know, physical fitness, I am very passionate about helping people figure out their finances. So I kind of call it fiscal fitness.
3: Yes, we liked that.
0: Yeah. So you know, I mean, there are so many challenges that we have as military service members and spouses. That anything that I can do to help, I really want to. And so it was really a pleasure to meet you at Spouse Buzz and to be there and give a presentation and help people kind of sort through things.
1: Well, I know that your breakout was like, like I want to say, the most popular. Even though I was running one myself in a different room, I mean, I heard such great comments and it was just packed with folks. So share with us a little bit today about some financial tips or, or, or what you have to share with us today.
0: Okay. Well, Good. Uh, You know, just like uh, Billy Blanks was talking about, you know, uh, becoming physically fit, it takes discipline and commitment and all of those kinds of things. In order to get your finances ship-shape, if you will, it also takes discipline and commitment as well. And it really is about as important. You know, we tend to, in the military, live for today because, you know, we're – Separated from our families, we're deployed, and and if your sailors aren't deployed, they're out on a cruise, right? And uh, so you uh, you ladies that are left behind are really the ultimate CFOs uh, in the military because you guys really are the ones that are in charge of your of your finances. So, you know, yeah, one that's of the, true. Mm-hmm. Yep. And one of the things that I've discovered in my column is that is that debt is the number one financial hurdle that, that people face when it comes to reaching their financial goals. And so if you'd like, we can talk about, about debt and the negative impact it has and some ideas about how to get in charge of your finances, if you'd like. Absolutely. That sounds great. Yeah. Well, good. So... Um, you know, the average American has about oh eight to ten thousand dollars in credit card debt.
3: Oh, I'm so glad I am not the average American. That's not good. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. This is one time that you don't want to be. No, I don't want to be average. Beyond average. I know it's not good. And you know, so often, you guys, this is uh, expenses uh, for sunglasses that you just had to have or that dinner out that you end up paying for, you know, for months if not years. And so when you tack that interest that you're paying, and the national interest rate average right now is about 13%, uh, you know, all of these things become super expensive. And so it ends up, you know, piling up over time, and a lot of people just tend to pay the minimum payment due on their credit card. Yes.
3: Right, um, okay. Yeah,
0: and they drown in debt and it just becomes just such a an overwhelming situation that they can hardly see their way out of it. So, you know, what what I recommend is that, you know, you face up to your debt issues. Uh, you know, open up all of your credit card statements Know what you owe um, and know where your money goes. Uh, so you open up your credit card statements, you highlight the interest rate, you highlight your balance, and you add it all up. And often people are really floored, you know, to know that they owe 10000 or $15,000 in credit card debt.
5: Oh, that absolutely. First step,
1: that first step is really important, and I, I think mm-hmm. it's important, too, for our ladies listening that, you know, if this is you, you're not alone. And, and you know, someone like June comes on, and th- that's what she's here for, to make, educate all of us, to mm-hmm. say, this is how you take your first step so you can begin to feel like you have control.
3: So that and everybody's gone through points where they didn't have money or or they were struggling or living paycheck to paycheck Mm -hmm. and and have been able to, or they've been in a bad situation, what they would consider a bad situation, or maybe just a difficult situation. Right. So it's not like, you know, not everyone um, has it easy Mm -hmm. all the time.
0: Yeah. Well, there's, you know, there's just no question about it. And sometimes life throws us curveballs. You know. That's right. We know and, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're tracking. We're doing well. And then all of a sudden, man, something comes out of left field and it gets us. So, you know, there's a couple of things that I recommend. You know, number one is uh, is please keep track of your spending keep a spending record so that you know where your money's going. You know, we go, God, you know, I have more month left than money. (laughs) You know, where does my money go? And that seems like, you know, it's the $50,000 or $100,000 question out there, Right. Right. A lot of money. It ought to be able to pay for your, your basic expenses and some entertainment and you know, be able to raise children as well as long as you have good control of it. So track your expenses. You know, there are some things that are really easy to identify. You know, you know how much you're paying in rent and insurance payments and you can average your utility bills, but really the devil is in the details. You need to know how much money you're spending on drive through restaurants. Right, on them, going to
1: lunch, and oh, getting that yeah. coffee and that kind of stuff.
0: Grabbing that coffee in the morning you know it's about what two or three bucks you know something like that and that's if it's just a plain cup of coffee so you start adding stuff to it then it really drives up the price and then you know uh, of course you know we want to look nice so we've got to get our hair done and and sometimes our nails too and those kinds of things but you know that money just slips away and so once you have a spending record that you keep for a good month and I really recommend two months but often you know I say "Uh, one month will work you know why (laughs) because people won't do that for two months. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, you want to be real. I guess give us a realistic plan to follow. Like Billy was saying, set a realistic goal, right? Right. Well,
3: what really worries me is what I've seen now um, and and what I do is I'm actually finding out that people don't realize they're negative at the end of the month. Right. Not only where the money goes, but then that's how they rack up that ridiculous amount of credit card debt. Is because they they don't realize that they are when we I've done budgets for them they are ending up negative at the end of the month and, and then they're putting their money into credit cards and such and and then it's just a never ending vicious cycle. It
0: is. It is all good things come from positive cash flow, not negative.
3: <laughs> you know? well, that would make sense.
0: <laughs> and so, why don't I, you, it, I'm I'm going to interrupt just one second. Uh, I just want to
1: let everyone know our live feed's going to drop off here just quickly. And for our live listeners. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Billy and Shelly and to June. And this program will continue in the archives, and you can listen to the full version um, after one hour after airtime. So thanks, everyone, for listening to us live. Okay, we're in after the show right now.
3: We can so everybody will, listen to, everybody will get to hear our full show now via the archives, so they'll still get to hear all of our, our good stuff.
0: <laughs> all right. Terrific. So once you keep that spending record uh, and you realize, you know, how much you're spending on various things, you know, often it's like an eye popping experience. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm spending that much money on that, you know, and that whatever that is is really not that important to us. And so you can learn places to cut back on your spending and then redirect that cash to a place that's going to do your family good, like making extra payments towards credit card debt or, you know, for your auto payment or you know for savings and uh so a budget i am the queen of the budget (laughs) i'm a big believer in budget whether somebody makes fifty thousand or five hundred thousand dollars a year i recommend the same thing that i just told you absolutely develop a budget
1: I agree with that. And, you know, it's a, di- it's a discipline just like anything else. It's just like working out or, or eating healthy. It's a discipline to follow your budget. Yeah.
3: Well, I think um, it's a positive habit to form. Yeah. And I yeah. like to look at it as a habit. Just like I get up and brush my teeth every morning and I do my workout, I try to make right. it as part of a habit that I, I have a special place for things to go, receipts, mm-hmm. bills, and such, and that they're right there and readily available.
0: Well, that's a very smart and organized approach, and you know. that said, you know, "I'm
3: organiz- uh, organized, Wendy." Can you note that for later on?
0: <laughs> Mark it on your calendar, June 16th. I That'd just want to make
3: that note that while we're still, you know, we have it, you know, archived.
0: <laughs>
3: okay, so I'm okay. going to
0: give you like five steps to take. Okay, if okay. you find yourself buried neck deep in credit card debt <laughs> and you're like at wit's end, what do you do? Okay. Okay. The number one thing, and I'm going to relate this to fiscal fitness, is jump that first hurdle. Okay. <laughs> Most of us don't run track anymore, but I had to use that. And that first hurdle is to stop charging right now. Put the credit cards away. Do not charge any more. Okay? Because okay. you're just heaping on the debt and it's just going to get worse and worse. You know, you can you can cut up the cards, you can do all kinds of things with them, but I recommend that you keep one or two for emergency purposes. Okay. So, you know, you can you can do something like uh put your credit card in an ice block in your freezer. And then if there really is an emergency, I guess you can thaw it out in your microwave, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that would do to but the But do something to
1: where it's not easily. It's like take it out of your wallet. Kind yeah, of well,
0: the joke was
3: always, absolutely. you know, I, I've always heard that put it in an ice box because the joke was always if you, you know, but and you, I think they had a commercial a while back like that where the girl, you know, you could see her picking at, you know, the wad or the credit card in the ice block because they say by the time you get it thought out, you've you've had time to really think how badly you needed whatever yeah. it was.
0: Yeah, unless you did put it in the microwave. Well, then, yeah, <laughs> then I don't think... magnetic strip's not going to work. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, you know, so, so remove the temptation, in other words. And then the second thing is is, uh, is make strides, you know, continuing at the fiscal fitness theme with lower rates. Call up your credit card companies and ask them for lower rates. Okay. Did you know that about 75% of the time that you do that, they actually honor your request. Wow. If, if you've made timely payments and you've been a good customer, they're going to go, oh, okay, well, yeah, we can do that for you. Because what they want is they want you to pay those bills. They don't want to end up with uh, you know, a charge-off on their records where they have to pass that, you know, that cost along to all the other consumers. So they want you to pay your bills, and if it helps to lower your rate a little bit, they're still going to make money, but they're going to be helping you and helping their other customers out as well.
1: Okay, that's a so we great tip. And lower okay. Our rate.
0: okay. All right, and then of course you've got to pace your spending. You know, uh, make sure that you have that budget. Really be cognizant of where your money's going. You've got to know how much you're spending and on what. Really important because you can't do anything otherwise, right? I mean, you've got to know those. The answer to that question.
1: Right, and I I heard once that um, that, and I thought this is true for. I know it was true for. I think it's true for me. When I first heard it, I was like, oh my gosh. The, the quote I heard was, um, "Your attitude, most people's attitude, fluctuates with the balance they have in their account.
0: Oh, like that's if you, interesting.
1: Yeah, if you if you don't have a lot of money in your account because you're spending too much or you're mm. whatever, you know, your your attitude towards your life in general just isn't the same as when you know you have money in the bank.
0: Right, right, right. And right. your bills are paid." Yeah, and you know, it probably is reflected in their personality. You know, they're probably yeah. feeling a little, a little happier, a little more high if they've got money in the bank, and you can probably discern when they don't have very much. <laughs> you know, they so, might be yeah, a little so down. So yes, I think Im- it's important for people to know that yeah. you
4: know it,
1: we'll t- it it'll take time to get there, but you can mm-hmm. look forward to um, having that feeling of gosh, I feel good. I feel good about yeah. my account. I feel good about yeah. where I'm
0: at. You know, one of the things that people don't really realize is that. Uh, Money is such an emotional topic and part of the household and so you know what you're saying right now just you know just uh, validates that it really is emotional I mean you know I, I have felt down in the dumps before you know especially when I was first starting out it's like gosh I'm working so hard and this is all the money I have you know right um, but when you learn how to manage what you have and know where your money's going it all becomes really much more positive and you'll end up uh, reaching your financial goals
3: well then you, you, get so much, you get so much back from it I mean you, you get to have- your life does. It it just takes a turn for the better when you can see the positives.
0: Yeah. And you can actually
3: touch them, and it's real then, not just a goal set out in in the future.
0: Right. And, you know, how many goals do we have? Well, gosh, number one, we want to retire someday, right? Someday, yes. Yes. I'm way too new to retire. Wendy wants to retire. (laughs) (laughs) I want to retire here in about 10 years. And uh, and then, you know, uh, many of us have children that we'd like to contribute to their education fund maybe a house down payment. You know? I'm, still continue- I'm still contributing to my own college education. Okay. So see, <laughs> There you go. We're at all stages of life. And so when we can actually identify a goal and fund that goal because we've made smart choices with our money, it's a wonderful thing. And, and you know, something else that's really, really important, I think, is to sign up to pay your bills online. Yes. It is much fan less of, yes. of a daunting task when you can sit down, you know, get a glass of wine, you know, relax and pay your bills in 60 seconds or less, you know? Well,
1: plus, you know, a lot of times, you know, if your husband pays the bills and then, you know, he leaves mm-hmm. and then you're kind of left trying to figure out, um, What's which what? was which was me, you know, okay, mm-hmm. so what gets paid when, you know, and so... Over time, we we slowly put one, one bill, and the next, and the next online, right. where it got to pay automatically. Right. Certain, some things like, you know, your power bill fluctuates, so you don't necessarily right. want to pay the same amount every month, but mm-hmm. I, for me, because um, when he's home, he does pay all of our, he handles all the financials of our house, but when mm-hmm. he's gone, it's my responsibility. So I right. thought, doing it online, it just relieved me so much, because uh-huh. then he had already set it up, and... It was taken care of. I didn't feel like, oh, gosh, i got to pay the bills. Well, what do I do now?
3: Right. And, and well, one of the things that I've learned, too, over the years, and, and I know a lot of people do it both ways. A lot of people, the, the husband always pays the bills unless he's gone. A lot of people, the wives run the financial situation, and the husbands really don't have that much to do with it. In my house, we always did it together, and that was a big thing for us. If he is home, um, you know, because we didn't want it to be one way or the other, because then I felt mm-hmm. that I was lost when he left, mm-hmm. and we had tried it both ways. And, and then the other way, he felt that he wasn't involved. So what we did is we did it, um, every week, you know, we had like, you know, well each paycheck mainly, we'd sit down and whoever was doing them goes over it with the other person. Mm-hmm. And we have an actual outline on our computer and a notebook depending on what time it was, what time frame we had going on. But, uh, we use computer for some things and we use a notebook for, before we had a computer. And we would just write out an outline of the bills, what our current situation was, if we had any kind of, um, any kind of a debt, whether it was a car loan or a credit card amount and how much was still left on it, and the whole thing. And we'd go through it every time we got paid so that we knew our current situation. And I, I have to say that when you, you do it together like that, it makes a reality for both of you so that one person isn't going out you know, and maybe fidgeting because they want to buy something. or you, know, you really are both connected with it. There is no excuse.
0: <laughs> right. Everybody's in the know, and that is definitely the most perfect situation I've heard. I mean, that's really, really good. And, you know, not only can you put up uh, put your automatic payments online, but, you know, even your utility bills that do fluctuate, you just set it up online and then you can sit down and in just a few seconds literally pay that bill. And we know that when something is easy and convenient, we're more likely to do it, you know, instead yes. of having to... Scare up the stamps and the envelopes and, you know, and open up, you know, all the bills and pull them out and organize them. So I definitely recommend that. And then also, you know, from your spending record and from your budget, identify more money that you can direct towards those bills and save some of that interest money, you know? Uh, it, you know, there's there's so much money that's being paid uh, to these credit card companies in the form of interest that we could be pouring into our emergency uh, reserve account or our retirement account, and it could be working for us instead of us working for them.
3: Oh, yes, I don't like the interest thing. That's, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I don't want to pay interest either. I want to earn interest, not pay interest.
3: That's right. I'd rather put my money away somewhere where it's going to gain interest.
0: Yeah, you know, and sometimes people, you know, really have difficulty sorting through things for themselves. And so, you know, they, they should seek, then, you know, financial advice, um, you know, from a company they can trust like USAA. You know, we have a financial advice center where it's free unbiased advice. We can help you work through debt issues. We can help you figure out how to save in your TSP or a Roth IRA and all of those kinds of things. And, uh, and it's really just like one of the top benefits of USAA membership. And I can give you that phone number if you'd like. Sure. Oh, yes, please. It is 800-531-3392. And we'll post that, too, on our website. Okay, well, that's really perfect, because I'll tell you, you know, sometimes when you've got competing goals, let's say you've got some credit card debt, you want to save for retirement, uh, you don't really have an emergency reserve fund, and you've got kids that are growing up, you know, how do you prioritize the money that you have? Yes. And so, you know, we can help with that, but let me just give you the Quick rundown there. What we want you to do is have a little bit of cash set aside so you don't incur any more credit card debt. You know, a little cash. Uh, Ultimately, I want you to have three to six months' worth of living expenses in an emergency fund. To start off with, just a little pot of money. And then aggressively attack that credit card debt. You've got to get rid of that before you start saving for education or saving for retirement, because often the interest rates that we pay on that debt is much higher than the return that we're going to get on our investments. Right?
1: Right. That's yes. important. That that that's important. I know we're just educating so much today. I just love the fact that you're on the show telling everybody <laughs> all this
0: information. I think well, good. Awesome. It, Oh, it's it's my pleasure. It really is. And then once you have your debt under control, then you've got to start saving for retirement. And, you know, so many parents are conflicted about that. They're thinking, you know, I really want to save for my kids' education. But, you know, what we like to say in the, in the financial services industry is that, you know, you can get cheap loans for education, but there's none available for retirement. That's right. a very good think, point. <laughs> or they
1: just think they're a retainer. You know, when you retire from the military, that that's going to be enough. And it's not enough. It's not
0: enough. Oh, no. How yeah. many of us live on half of our base pay in the military?
1: Right, no. And that's, that's what you
0: get after 20 years. Yes,
1: yeah,
0: so yeah. yeah, yeah. So you've got to have some extra money stashed and set aside. And I'll tell you what, the best gift we can give our kids is not necessarily an education. It's our be- not being financially dependent on them. <laughs>
3: you know, totally, totally agree. Our, yeah. Yeah, that, that, is a, that is a very, very good point. And I don't think a lot of people think of that.
0: Yeah, you know, a lot of
3: people they put their their children in other people's first, and they think, oh, mm-hmm. I'm doing better because I'm I'm giving my child that education. Right. But then when they're
0: sacrificing for my kids, yeah. yeah,
1: or they mm-hmm. think you know the latest, um, the the latest you know the Xbox five six hundred Xbox Christmas present and iPods for all the kids Golly. is yeah. like the best way to go. When you know thinking long term, that might not be the best thing. Yeah, if, if it's and... not in your financial you know budget.
0: And you know what? I mean, talking about that and and how we tend to shower our kids with gifts at Christmas, you know, if parents would think about getting their kids, like, you know, one or two. I mean, I'm not the Grinch here, but, you know, I'm reasonable. One or two gifts that they would really enjoy, and then any other money that they're tempted to spend on the kids, either pay down debt or set it aside in an education savings fund for the kids that would be a gift that would be remembered long after the wrapping paper is scooped up and put away and you know and and thrown in the in the trash bin
1: right yeah i agree
0: yeah so you know there's just so many there's just so many financial choices that we have that we're confronted with every day. And so, you know, what what we try to do here at USAA is help people, you know, to sort through that and prioritize their goals, their cash flow, and, you know, make good decisions that are not only good for today, but that will be good for their family going forward.
1: Yes, and I think that, um, you know, like they say, we're not always taught about money and um, mm-hmm. at home when we're growing mm-hmm. up. Cause right, right. In some families, it's not um,
3: appropriate,
1: and then in school, or it's we're just not something really where
3: talk. you don't talk about.
1: Yeah, so I think that the more that um, one of you know, one of the reasons why we wanted you on the show is so we could help and um, bring you know a focus to this issue: creating a budget for your family, deciding what's right for you, just and you alone, not to compare to your mm-hmm. your girlfriend or your. Um, other family members, mm-hmm. but what's right for your personal situation, and I right. think the more that we can talk about it and talk about um whatever wherever anyone's mm-hmm. at, we want to be relevant mm-hmm. to the right. people who listen to us. We yeah. don't want to be um talking about taking trips abroad, you know like I'm not going to do that anytime soon or saving for you know a Mediterranean cruise or something kind of out there. We want to be relevant. we want to talk about credit yeah. card debt, we want to talk about how right. to plan for Christmas, like right now, yeah. Marie and I were just talking. Um You know, start saving a little bit now every mm-hmm. month in your little Christmas fund, and that's, that's one fine. of the things we use u s a a for is we have um a savings account that's um with u s a a and that's our Christmas money mm-hmm. We transfer money like an automatic whatever allotment or whatever you wanna mm-hmm. call it mm-hmm. that goes straight over to that account, and we don't even look at it and every month a little bit gets put in there and we put, like, 50 bucks a month in there. It's not a lot, but mm-hmm. we would sure spend it if we saw it in our checking account. Well, right. And it, and it goes over there, and that's mm-hmm. specifically what it's for. And then that way when Christmas comes and we are trying to, you know, buy presents, we know that's it. That, whatever money exactly. we have in there, that's it. We're not you, spending anything mm-hmm. more than that.
0: And then you make a list, and you price out that list, yeah. And then you revise the list because you don't have enough money for it. <laughs> I mean, we, know,
3: we do yeah, a lot of revising. Our, we, don't have, yeah, we don't have a separate savings, uh, you know, a separate separate savings account, but we just have our checking and savings. And we, I have a running tab of what you know, how much money, X amount of money is in our savings. And then um, at all times, there's a running tab of what that money is broken up to. You know, whether it's emergency or whether it's for Christmas mm-hmm. or such. Mm-hmm. And it's in uh, when we look at it. Um, Uh, My husband and I take turns being the Grinch because we both um, we both want to have the savings. So we both look at each other and we make the list. And you know, I look at him, and then he looks at me. And sometimes I'm the one that has to say no. (laughs) And these other days, it's him. So. Um, uh, and see, that's yeah. the
0: beauty of your both being intimately involved with your finances.
3: Well, yeah, we do. We both feel passionately about certain things about yeah. it.
0: Yeah, so we both so... see
3: it very, very closely.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so, and the other thing, too,
1: I wanted to say, this is like one of my husband's biggest pet peeves.
0: Uh-oh.
1: Um, yeah. <laughs> I know her husband. <laughs> I wanted to, yeah. and he's not <laughs> listening, is he? Uh, I don't know, he might be. But, um, you know, he's he doesn't go to lunch every day with the guys. But mm-hmm. he does go on occasion. Right. And one of the things that bothers him the most is when he has, you know, a chief petty officer or a lieutenant or whoever he happens to be having lunch with that day, and they have to call their wife to find out if they have enough money to go to lunch. And he says, you know, if you're one, two, three years in the Navy, okay, fine. But
2: mm-hmm.
1: after that, you're making pretty decent money, and you should yeah. be able to know.
0: They deserve lunch.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, uh, that's why I encourage... <laughs> So he's always like, Tell your financial planner and encourage these wives to, yeah. to you know, help their husbands and help, you know, work yeah. together to get a plan so that way there's a cushion in there to where yeah,
3: because we, he yeah. wants
1: to go. He doesn't have to call home. Oh, exactly. Then. Well,
3: not only that, we don't know where the, the fault lies either. You know, of course, just like he asked the guy to go to lunch, we don't know if it's the that chief petty officer that was spending too much money and the wife said, look, you put me in the negative now, or if it was the wife or maybe both, just bad decisions.
1: Well, but that's just in general. I mean, yes. I don't want to pick a yes. Yeah, yeah, we're not we're not
3: picking at the wife. But, yeah, but I just wanted to make that clear. Yeah, we're not we're not saying it was the wife. <laughs> no, we're just he just
1: says that's one of his biggest pet peeves, and it happens mm-hmm. a, a lot mm-hmm. to him. Well. So throughout his career, that's happened, and that's one of his things. He, then he always gives him a hard time. And it's like if you don't have control of your. If you don't know what's you're going on, you need to find out. Yeah, absolutely, and that's right.
3: what I say. I think both I think both people should be educated to know what is going on at all times because I mean it's 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 a lot of stress too when you're at the responsible party at all times doing it. So I always think that having both involved is really important.
0: Definitely. Well, a couple of comments about the lunch deal. You know, if you only spend five bucks a day for lunch and you do that five days a week, that's a hundred dollars a month. That's twelve hundred dollars a year. You know, that's uh that's that would go a long ways to funding your Roth IRA. Ray, right. Yes, absolutely. Or your, or your TSP, and then the other thing is an idea for couples that a dear friend of mine. She's actually a retired Navy O six, and she's married to a retired Navy O six. What they do is they have uh, they have fun money her fund money and his fund money. We do that. <laughs> yeah, we do that. X number of dollars per month. So if she wants to get a pedicure, she can get a pedicure. But then if later on, you know, if, she's, if her money is dwindling down and she sees this beautiful blouse that she wants, she can't get it because she's out of money. And same thing goes for him. And so you know that kind of solves the lunch question. You can figure out how it is that you want to spend your fun money. Do you want to do you want to use it in golf fees, or do you want to eat That's out? That's great advice.
1: At, yeah. I I I don't think you can say that enough times. I think. And if you're awesome.
3: real, I was gonna say, and if you're really good at it, and you really want to work it right, when you run out of money, you go and you ask your husband to take you out to lunch with his. Money. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <right>. <laughs> and you know that happens. <laughs> That's so funny. Say, honey. <laughs> it was like a month ago, I was at a I was at breakfast. I had took my son to soccer camp, and I thought, well, what am I going to do for three hours? Because it was too far away for me to come home. And I thought I'll go and have breakfast. And it just happened to be near where the base was. And I'm leaving, getting ready to pay my check, and I kind of see this sea of khaki, and I'm like, oh gosh, these navy guys. And I look over, and it's my husband. With a group of guys from work having breakfast, and I said to them, "Like, does this mean you're going to pay for my breakfast?" <laughs> there
0: you, <laughs> you know? go. know, because
1: um, yeah, and uh, I just I just think too that um, when you do that, then you don't feel guilty about um what you're spending your money on, and the other person doesn't say, "Well, you spent you know twenty five dollars on cigars, or mm-hmm. you spent you know fifty dollars yeah. to get your hair done, or whatever." Right.
0: There's no yeah. there's no guilt about none of that. It's... To spend how they want, golf, exactly. cigars. Breakfast, it doesn't matter, you know, new shoes, whatever, or or some sort of, you know, unreasonable shoes that you otherwise wouldn't have in your budget. Or you can save it, too. Like I always say, you can save it, and maybe your spouse spent theirs each month, and
3: you've saved yours. Maybe you haven't done much one month or going on the second month, and then I always think it's fun when I have more money to spend And. he does. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, that's good.
1: Well, I we need to wrap up, but I just wanted to say if the two my two things that I got most from this interview were if if, if uh, you know you get all your bills together and know exactly what you owe, you have a place to start, and then get your own fund money so that way you know exactly what you should and should not spend.
0: Yeah, and, everyone, and avoid carrying yeah. a credit card balance. Yes. Oh, yeah. Avoid carrying a credit card balance. That's number three. Yeah, you know what? We really ought to do a whole show on credit scores. Oh,
1: that would
4: be, Mm -hmm. yes.
0: Absolutely, because actually we've used the USAA because they have a service that when
3: we we were first married and we didn't have any credit, Mm -hmm. and we called in and they told us ways to build our credit and how we could, you know, enhance our credit score and what other, you know... Um, what places we're looking for? They give us, you know, car loans and a, a mortgage, and it was great.
0: Yeah, it's so important to. Uh, to understand the weird science behind the calculation of your credit score, what, what matters more than you know, other things, you know, how you can achieve the best credit score, and why that makes a difference to you. you well, know?
3: that and how easy it is to hurt your credit score or Absolutely. to improve it both ways because I see a lot of people um, that don't understand that just missing one thing can really, oh, right. really, really ruin or put you know, just a delay in them ever getting another a good thing because right. it really does, it. it just hurts mm-hmm. you.
0: Instantly, too. It doesn't, instantly, it doesn't yes. take time. It happens instantly. And so, you know, we want really good credit so that when we make larger purchases like a home or a car, that we get the very best interest rate possible. Absolutely. And, you deserve it. You've worked yeah, hard for it. Right. And so let's do that sometime. When I was at uh, yes. House Buzz, that was a huge topic of conversation. I was peppered with questions about credit scores and how they're calculated, what I can do, and here's my situation. Well, Well, we just haven't been
3: educated on it. People don't talk about it, and you get so many mixed-matched answers. Right. So it would be great to do a show. Yes, so we'll
1: email you, Gina. We'll um, give you our next, you know, show date. that's Yeah. You can come back, and um, we'll talk about credit scores, how to, you know, improve it, and how to um,
0: maintain it, maintain it, and why they matter. Yes, because they matter. They do. They really do. So I'm glad that you guys weren't, you know, speechless with me like you were with Bill Blank. <laughs> <laughs> But he and his daughter are a couple of great Americans, aren't they?
2: Yes, yes they, they are. are. They
0: really are. So, And we appreciate your help and all the advice. Well, you're absolutely welcome. I really enjoyed uh, being with you today, and I hope that your listeners, um, you know, learned a little something that they could put to use. Oh, I'm sure they have. And they can right. find
1: your column over at um, military.com, right?
0: That's Asks. right. Yep. Okay. And if they need some advice, uh, just have them call in to our Financial Advice Center, and I know that you're going to put the number on your website. So
1: Yes, we'll uh, post it, it, it there, today. and it'll be available to all of our listeners.
0: Okay, perfect, you too. Have a wonderful day. Thanks. Have a Thanks great day. Thanks for coming Thanks.
1: on the show, June. Take care.
0: Mm-hmm. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. Well, we've been talking to June Wahlberg from USAA. She's a financial great. expert. Over there, you can find her column over at military.com called Ask June. She's a certified financial planner and um, financial guru. So thank thank you to her for coming on the show. Marie, didn't we have an awesome show today?
3: I'm still in awe. I think they each deserved their own show. We should have just, did. We should I know, have just done I know. we whole, kept her a
1: little bit long. We were only supposed to have her for 15 minutes, and we just stretched it a little bit long. So I hope she didn't mind. Um, I I just know that we helped a lot of... Um, spouses today. I enjoyed it. I learned too myself, so I think we've just like you like you usually say, we've just um touched on something.
3: Oh, absolutely.
1: You know? Um all right, Marie, well we need to start wrapping up. Yes, um, we
3: need we need to say goodbye.
1: We need to tell everybody about our special show on Thursday. So we Will you go ahead day, and do that. But, okay. Um normally we're here on Tuesdays, um but we have a special show this Thursday and um for those of you who've watched the Lifetime TV series, Army Wives, um, it's the most popular show that Lifetime's had in a really long time. The actress that plays Roxy, her name is Sally Pressman. Um, she's, I think, the most popular character on that show, Roxy. She's down to earth. She's, she's my
3: favorite. favorite.
1: She's absolutely wrong I think she's
3: almost everybody's favorite. You guys should write us and tell us. I, I can't wait to get a new website up so we can take a poll.
1: I know, I know. I <laughs> we want to take a poll. She's coming. Sally Pressman is going to be here. Navy On Radio. Thursday, yeah. I cannot believe it. Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. So, and she's calling in from Los Angeles, so we're going to talk to her about um, the set of Army Wives. We're going to talk to her about her role, obviously. And then we want to talk to her about what she has coming up, because I know they just finished filming for the season, and I also read that it's been, it's been picked up for a second season.
0: Oh, that should the be, great. Will be
1: back. And I think they're going to run those shows in the – I think I read in the spring. Um, so we'll have a new season of Army Wives in the spring. So can – I'm just uh, – Marie, I don't know. Like I said last week, it should be Sweets Week. It should be. Billy Blanks and Sally Pressman, Roxy. I mean, come on now. And June Wahlberg. We're learning – Walbert, We're learning all about um, all kinds of stuff. It's so exciting. So, yeah, so everyone, please join us. Set it on your plan of the day. We'll be here at 9 p.m. Eastern. And then next Tuesday, the 31st, Pat will be here from Hay hey, hey Shipwreck And um, he'll be here live that night.
3: And he'll be releasing his season finale. finale, yeah.
1: So, okay, you want to do our disclaimer?
3: Yes. Well, again, this show is being sponsored by the thesubreport.com, your daily source for submarine news and events. Head on over today to www.subreport.com. And our disclaimer is we are not a part of any official government agency, the Department of the Navy, or Department of Defense. The views and opinions expressed here are our own and do not reflect official Navy policy. Any advice we give is strictly of the authors. Should you require professional counseling, please seek a qualified professional. And that's it. Goodbye, everybody, and we will see you on Thursday. And yes, you've been we'll,
1: we'll see you guys Thursday, and thanks again to Billy Blanks and Shelly and June for being on the show today.
3: Yes, you've been listening to The Subwives on Navy Wife Radio.
1: Thank you for listening to Navy Wife Radio, and we're so excited to bring you a special announcement. We have a special show planned for you on July 26th. That's a Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. We're bringing to you live from LA actress yeah, Sally Pressman, you. who plays the character Roxy, on the hit Lifetime series Army Wives, which are Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern. We'll be taking your calls live, so be sure to set it on your plan of the day and join us. That would be live Thursday, July 26th at 9 p.m. Eastern. Join us for a candid conversation. About how she got the role What's it like to be on the set of Army Wives, And what she has planned That's Sally Pressman live on Navy Wife Radio July 26th at 9 p.m. Eastern
2: Baby, do you dream of me? Is this love? Is this love? Oh, baby, is this? Is this love? I'm holding your hand You know it makes me feel
0: good
2: Just to walk along with you Down the streets of my neighborhood Cause when you're all with me baby That's cruel world Seems so kind
5: And every time
1: you've been listening to Is This Love by Thomas Anderson, which has just been released on iTunes.com. You can download it today. We encourage you to do so. We have it in our iPod. Get it on yours. Again, it's Is This Love by Thomas Anderson, now available on iTunes.
2: Baby, is this, is this love? What do you see?
5: If it ain't love, what
0: could it be?